Hello there, and welcome to our first episode for the Mindful IVF podcast. This is something I've wanted to do for a long time, so I'm very, very excited to get started on this. What's this going to be about? Well, it's all about fertility, IVF, and pregnancy. My name is Gordon, and I've worked in the fertility space for over 16 years. I run a natural fertility clinic here in Ireland, and I'm the creator of the Mindful IVF app, and also the voice of the app, which you'll hear me during the meditations. Today's episode is all about FSH and AMH. So let's get into the episode today. If you're seeing these types of results with low AMH or high FSH, I'm going to presume that the panic has already kicked in and you're kind of freaking out. Or maybe you have both and feel the world is about to collapse around you. As you search from site to site, forum to forum, the reality of the situation becomes more and more real. You will, of course, have spoken to your doctors and they will have told you the stark reality of your situation to truly understand what's going on here. Having high FSH and having low AMH is a completely different issue with your reproductive system. But when you have both, it's the perfect storm. And you, unfortunately for us, we can see where the end point is from here. Or do we? What exactly does high FSH mean? To most of us, it's just a blood test done on day three of your cycle. You pop into your doctor, get some bloods done, and off you go home. A few days later, the doc rings and says, well, everything's fine. Or the call comes through, and you're told the news isn't great. You have an FSH of 12.5, or maybe it's 16. Or maybe it's 22. To us normal humans, well, it's just a number. It can't really be that bad. Okay, I know what I'll do. I'm going to ask Dr. Google. She always knows best. So off you go, and wham. Again, the fear kicks in. And the more and more you look into Dr. Google, the more and more you realise that high FSH is not just a number. It's not just a blood test. And now I'm being referred to a fertility clinic. Your FSH comes from your pituitary gland, along with a few other hormones. And what it's basically doing is trying to communicate with your ovaries to get them into action and start maturing those beautiful, gorgeous follicles of yours. And normally you would think the more hormones, the better a job is being done. Well, not with this little hormone FSH. It's a delicate, sweet and innocent hormone. It likes to listen to classical music. It does ballet and wants a five-star hotel experience. And unfortunately, when it's rattled and upset, it has far-reaching consequences. You will hear anything under 10 for your FSH is good, which normally I would agree with. However, there are times when outer hormones might just be masking the FSH hormone. For example, sometimes estrogen can be sometimes artificially lowering your FSH. So you need to look at all of the hormone levels. So off you go to your IVF clinic with your FSH numbers. And now you're getting your AMH done. More and more bloods. 
A few days after your first meeting, you get a call from the nurse. I'm really sorry, the news isn't great. Your AMH is really low. We really would like it to be a bit higher. You have the AMH of a 43-year-old woman. Seriously, I'm 32. So now, with that wonderful news, you go back to Dr. Google. And again, wham! What is low AMH? Well, it's a hormone that's secreted from the developing follicles in your cycle. Imagine we have two women. Patient A has 100 eggs. Patient B has 100 eggs. And patient A is releasing three eggs per cycle, whereas patient B is releasing nine eggs per cycle. Now, if you look at the numbers, both have 100 eggs. Patient A has low AMH, with an AMH of two. Patient B's AMH is a little bit higher at 10. So what you've got to look at here, it's a representation of what we call follicular recruitment and not as what 90% of people believe ovarian reserve. As you can see, both have the same number of eggs developing. It's just how many eggs are being released per cycle. High FSH, low AMH is what we call the perfect storm. And even with this perfect storm, there is another part of me that reads this a little bit different. Hormones are just part of the equation. Absolutely, they tell us a story. But this is just the first chapter. And for most of us, we go from the start to the last chapter immediately to see what the ending is. And this isn't normally what we do. So for me, what I would recommend is just taking a look at everything. Because there are lots of women out there with high FSH getting pregnant naturally around the world. And they don't know that they have high FSH because they're pregnant. There are lots and lots of women around the world with low AMH getting pregnant. And they don't know they have low AMH because they're pregnant. And guess what? Yes, you've guessed it. There are lots and lots of women with high FSH, low AMH around the world getting pregnant. And they don't know that they have high FSH and low AMH because they're pregnant. A word of warning though, there are lots of women that don't get pregnant. And that's when your fertility doctor becomes really important and you do need to listen to them. The important thing to remember here is that nature plays a massive part in the whole process. There is still so much we don't know and more and more doctors are now starting to dismiss the whole AMH result thing. FSH has been around a long, long time. It's been tested evaluated, and should be taken seriously. Chat soon, Gordon. So that's our first episode done. If you have any queries or questions, do please reach out to us at support at mindfulivf.com and we'd be delighted to say hello to you. I'd love for you to follow us on any of our social media and even better, maybe download the app on the App Store and Play Store. Have a great day and I look forward to seeing you back here again.